You're listening to the Women on the Run podcast. You're here with another episode of Women on the Run, and this is Candace. It's Maisha. And Whitney. And today we decided to, um, in lieu of the holiday coming up, we decided to talk about things that we're thankful for. Um, the traditional, you know, thankful for my family, for shelter. We decided to come up with questions, um, kind of thinking outside of the box of things that we're thankful for. So before we get started with that, um, did anybody have any feedback from the last episode or anything they wanted to share in the last episode? No. Um, I, I did get some feedback um, from my boyfriend Ow. about double standards. <laughs> anyway, but he was just like really sometimes I'm like, I think you try to be on the show, but he'll he'll <laughs> say, you know, he's like um talking about how he feels that you know, although there's double standards, he feels like men are always looked at for the negative, but there are some things that women do or are able to get away with that he feels is a double standard, but, you know, because it's a woman, like, it's not a negative thing for them, so it's not seen as a double standard. Mm -hmm. So he was like, kind of like how it's double standards in themselves are sexist because it's always about how kind of like heightening it for a guy but if a girl you know like if there's a switch and it's a double standard that a woman has done then it's not seen as that good thanks boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) um i didn't necessarily have feedback from the episode um but i had I was out with my one of my girlfriends and we were talking and she had mentioned to me that I guess she was speaking to a male friend um about a, you know her current relationship and just saying how you know like trying to understand like why men cheat and like the difference like how we think of cheating and how they think of cheating and I thought it was interesting I just wanted to share it and what his response was, and then after talking to him, speaking with other men who agreed with her, um, but he basically said that men, um, when they cheat with a woman, look at another person, they can wash her off. Hmm. So hmm. to them, it's nothing. But the reason why they are so offended or hurt if a woman were to cheat on him is because he's inside you. So oh. you're carrying that. Inside. Wow, and that's the yeah. I never like thought about it like that, but I was like, "Oh, girl, I gotta share this," because we had literally just, you know, talked about this um, with double standards, and you know, just I guess, um, you know, just kind of understanding their thought process doesn't mean it's right, doesn't mean it's wrong. You know, it's just an opinion. But I just thought it was interesting to share. Um, and apparently, he was not the only you know, man who, I guess, thought like that or agreed with that. So I just thought it was interesting. I never thought of it that way. That is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've always thought about it, um, just like growing up with my male cousins, how, the, you know, how they're always like, you know, they, like you said, like, even in that, it's a double standard. Like, you're my little cousin, so, you know, being a girl, like, you don't need to do this and you don't need to do that, but yet I witnessed y'all being with different girls and bringing different women, you know, but let me have brought, let, let it be a holiday for me, and I got one person for breakfast and then one person for the family dinner, like, it would be an issue, or if I had several baby fathers, like that, you know, they'd be like, oh, which one you, let? you know, mm-hmm. but for them, it's like, they can all come through, and it's not supposed to be a problem. Yeah. It's something else I thought about, like, you know, just how, 
we didn't a double standard is men are always feeling like okay they have to please the women in their life especially if they have children with them but yet if you have a child by somebody but then you're you have a child with someone else who you may be involved with still like they're not going to be as accepting of the other man coming around how you want the other woman to come around Mm -hmm. and it's just like they expect for you to emotionally like they just expect for you to shake it off but for them if you do it to them it's very detrimental and that was just like a conversation that I had with with him and other people when we talk about double standards um, because it's like it's always accepting for them to do whatever or it's expected for them to be accepting to do those things but let us do it or even let alone think about it and then it, you know that's the end of the world so yeah I think we need to come we're going to come after that after Thanksgiving because I got some stuff to say <laughs> Well, on to our uh, Thanksgiving or thankful episode. Um, we had questions, and I'm pulling mine up. Sorry, I got them. You got it. <clears throat> yeah. So to the listeners, I just want to apologize. This is Candace, not Carl, but um, kind of <laughs> lost my voice. Or I'm losing my voice um, <clears throat> from screaming. My son had a football tournament all weekend. And- like, I don't know if I just think that screaming makes him run faster. I don't know. But I screamed the whole dang on game. And now my throat hurts. So, excuse me. But, um. We still love you, Carl. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, um, okay. Um, kind of how we started our, um, what we did, the question first episode. We're kind of just going to do something similar. But it's all going to be about things that we're thankful for. So I'll start with one, and mine is, what's one situation or experience that you are actually, now that you're here and where you are in your, you know, in your life, that you're actually thankful that you went through? Hmm. Whitney? Maisha? Um, I thought about that one. I didn't want to think about the relationship part of it, but um, I know a few episodes back, um, something that was really hurtful to me or really tough for me um, is like, I'm, I'm very territorial. So like this person was my best friend and this person was my boyfriend. And to find out that those two people betrayed me, like that was really hard for me. And I always question like, why did that happen to me? I question, you know, like where would I be if I had just decided to stay and things like that but I'm thankful for that lesson because it taught me that I could be hurt but I shouldn't be so trusting but I am able to trust again and I'm able to open up to other people and make new friends and have new experiences and be in a different relationship and I don't have to be with something that I'm comfortable with because there's Mm -hmm. more out there Mm -hmm. So that was, it was hard for me because when it happened, I was away at school. So when I came home, like at school was, it was a safe haven for me. But when I came home, it was remembering like, oh, I don't have that girl to call to hang out with because, you know, she slept with him and he's still, he's not my boyfriend anymore. So, you know, it was kind of tough for me, but, you know, I made some amazing friends at school. Um, I've had relationships or whatever since then and I'm still okay. That's good. Um, I guess mine will be about more in a comfort zone level too. So um moving back to Hampton Rose, I was just trying to find a a job that would like compensate my half of the bills or my half of the household or whatever. And I was struggling finding places that will be comparable to what I was making in North Virginia, which is understandable. So to me, it was almost like an ego thing where I'm like, I don't want to take this because this is um, 
this is I'm going to be making blank, you know, thousands of dollars less than what I was making now. And I was feeling like, okay, I've been in this area or, you know, Northern Virginia for five years. I feel like the area Hampton Roads should have regressed to where they were kind of meeting you halfway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lesson because um, I'm like, okay, I'm used to certain things. I'm used to having this amount coming in. I'm used to this type of lifestyle. Um, and for whatever reason, um, I went back to something that I knew. I started going back. I went back to Dollar Tree. Um, and it's a merchandising position um, that's focused on sales. And I'm, I'm, you know, asking myself, Lord, why am I here? Why am I here? Um, and ironically, I started to focus more on making my business more profitable. Um, and I learned sales trends. I learned um, how to forecast. I learned how to increase profit margins at Dollar Tree. Use those skills and apply it mm-hmm. to my business. And mm-hmm. I'm always, I was like, still to this day, I'm, you know, asking Lord, like, where, where am I supposed to be at? Is this what you had intended for me when? We decided to move back here. And am I pleasing you? Um, and I feel like my drive has gotten like way more. Like my hustle is harder. Um, and I, I do feel like maybe I, maybe I shouldn't put this out there because I don't know if people listening for my job. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to speak it into existence. I do feel like next year might be the year for me to take a leap of faith and take my brand and focus on that and grow mm-hmm. that. And that's I don't know. wrong with that. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. But that was my, yeah. That was <clears throat> mine. Cool. Um, yeah. For me, <coughs> I'm sorry. It feels like it's like straining to talk, but I'm going to try my best. Um, for me, I think the toughest one of the toughest, it definitely wasn't the toughest, but um, a few years ago, Marcel and I decided that we wanted to buy a house. Um, we had already had MJ at the time, and we were like, okay, well, actually, we weren't. Him and my mom were like, oh, y'all should move back. You know, y'all should move in with us in the basement because we had an apartment at the time, save money, and, you know, buy a house. So they convinced me to do so, and um, it was difficult. It was difficult for a lot of different reasons um, that I don't really need to go into. But um, during that time, like we were paying, I want to say, like probably like a thousand. I think it was like ten fifty is what we were paying for rent. And then you know we had cable at the time, um, all that you know the utilities, and we went from paying that to going to my mom's house, and she didn't charge us anything. She just wanted us to save money, you know, get on our feet so we could buy a house. And, you know, we did the exact opposite. We, MJ had fresh J's like every other week. We would pull <laughs> it down. We were going on trips, going out to eat. And it wasn't like intentional. It was just like, you know, I guess, you know, being young and not really paying attention to our finances, like it was just like extra money for us. Um, but we were still saying that we were saving, like in our minds, we were saving cause we might've been saving like a hundred dollars here and there, or, you know, oh, we put three fifty in the savings account. So we're saving this month. Um, and we went to the bank and we got denied and I was like crushed. And I'm like, what the heck? So like, we're like, okay, we're going to get on our ground. We're going to get on our ground later, went back to the bank and we got denied again. And so by this time, I was, like, discouraged. Like, we're never going to move out. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, what the heck? Um, and, like, I'm saying a couple months, but, like, realistically, we were at my mom and dad's house for, gosh, two, three years. But so we finally started to, like, get serious, got pregnant with Malia. And it was just, like, I felt stuck. I felt extremely stuck. I was like, you know, we're never going to get out of my mom's house. I have two kids. We're living in a basement. 
like this room was like a box because we were, had a queen size bed. Like literally it was enough room for us to step out and we were right at the dresser. My baby's bassinet was at the foot of our bed. My son was sleeping on the couch. Like it was just cramped and I was just really depressed. And then a coworker of mine told me about a program and we went through the program. Um, and when they went in, when we went into it, they were just basically telling us like, you're not ready to buy a house. And I was just so discouraged. I was so upset because I, I felt at the time everybody was against us. Like we're doing what we need to do. I was psyching myself out. And when we finally like got serious and we went through the program and they helped us. Um, I really started to see how wasteful we were like with our money and just how care careless we were. And my friend used to always tell me like budget and like my budget would be like, okay, we're going to pay our bills. And then, like, that's it. So <laughs> I say all that to say, bless you. Um, it you. was a really, really rough three years for us. And hearing, like, no so many times and having to be almost there and then have to wait and then almost there and have to be told. It was just really discouraging. But through all of that and, you know, going through the process um, with NACA and them helping us, like, really budget our money and, you know, going being all in my business, I really started to understand our finances and what I was spending my money on and I became interested in it. And, you know, thank God we've been in the house for two years and, you know, we're just now um, getting ready to look again, to buy again. And I just feel like I'm in a way better um, position this time. And Mm -hmm. although it was really, really, you know, stressful and it, you know, it put stress on our marriage, it put stress, you know, with me and my parents and, you know, everything, I feel like it was all worth it. Like that whole entire experience. So many things happen, um, good and bad during that time, but all of it, it came out to be, um, lessons and like, I just, it was, it was a good time. It was a bad time, but it turned out to be the best learning experience I think I've ever had in my life. And that was mine. Who is that coughing? Sorry, that's Brooklyn. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I thought it was like, like y'all sound like a baby cough. I'm up here sound like Carl and y'all all dainty. Cause you know I'm, I'm still yeah. young. Anyway, so yeah, that was mine. <laughs> um, anybody got another question? Or I have one. Um, what's a childhood experience that you are most thankful for? Hmm. Oh, I can't. Okay. I will um, go on this. Um, So growing up, I was, I would say out of all of my siblings, I probably was one of the ones that had like the most friends, like just at each stage of my life um I feel like I just kind of gravitated people gravitated to me and I always were I was always a part of like a group of people um and it wasn't until probably uh what grade was that was that fourth grade it was fourth grade um this girl had a sl- a slumber party and she so my, my my old best friend she i guess didn't like the girl and a lot of people didn't like the girl they thought that she was a little trashy um and we're Dang, fourth, graders. fourth grade i was about to say but um i was i was feeling like oh my gosh yeah, should I, I was talking to my mom, like, I've, you know, I want to go to the, the, the girl's birthday party, but I didn't, I didn't want my best friend to be mad at me because no more, she wasn't invited. And then she kind of thought like the girl was not, I guess, on her level. I don't know, you know, little girl, nine years old. Yeah. But, um, I ended up going, my mom gave me some great advice and she told me to not let others, other people's opinions dictate my decisions. Um, and when I, I had the very best and I growing up, my mom did not allow us to go and spend night at everybody's house. And this girl was, she looked different than us. I'll just say that. So she, 
Um, Wait, now I need to know what she looked like. She didn't let us spend a night at people's houses. Oh, I got okay. like the approval of that. I was just like, well, I'm going. Like, you know, me and, me and Monique, we can settle it out after um, everything is over. Um, and I had the best time of my life, like the best. Uh, and I, I really continue to use that advice throughout my adulthood because I there have been friends that even in like, this age don't want you to talk to somebody just because they don't like and I'm like I don't I don't operate like that let me form my own opinions about people Mm -hmm. um and then fill them out I mean it's unfortunate that you all don't get together I don't get along but I don't I just don't like people to interject their opinions to make me feel some type of a certain way yeah right yeah that was Mm -hmm. mine that was a good lesson one um I just remember like a fun time. Um, I was in what grade was I in? I don't know. I think I was like the summer of fifth grade into sixth. I think maybe I don't know. But I'm not sure. My mom. I was going to before and after care at the time because my mom was um, working, you know, crazy hours or whatever. And in the midst of it, I had met a f- and her and I became cool. And then my mom had met her mom and her mom had, I guess had, I forgot what was going on with her job situation. But anyway, she basically was either quit, like she quit her job or something. And she was going to be home for the summer watching my new friend and her, you know, her son. And I think she had like a, her godson. So she, in the midst of talking to my mom and my mom needed like somewhere for me to go for the summer because, you know, before and after care was just for school. And um, we were new to the area or whatever. And that was the best summer. Like, this girl is still my friend to this day. I'm, like, the godmother of her her son. But, like, I just remember um, the summer was just so fun. It was just so fun. Like, we we used to, like, make videos. Like, her cousin, her uncle, which was our age, um, he was – because her, him and her mom were, like, 14 or 15 years apart or something like that. So he was, like, our age. He would like record us, and we would like listen to. Um, do y'all remember the song by Maya Moving On mm-hmm. with the, the Shocker? <laughs> like we like made videos. <laughs> we just knew we were Maya. Like we, it was just fun. Like I just like I um. I mean, I, I have memories everywhere because I lived different places when I was younger, but and they were all great. But I don't know, like those always stuck out to me. And me and her will watch Jerry Springer. Like, like it was just fun. It was just a fun time. And we were like fifth grade watching Jerry Springer. And we used to just be so weak and thought we were so grown. And I don't know, it was just a good time. I can't think of um, any lesson that I learned from it. But I guess it's mental too, because her mom just passed away not too long ago of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And so um you know, she was like my second mom. Like, I don't really remember too many weekends that I wasn't at their house or she was at my house. And so, um, you know, when she passed, of course, those memories came back and, you know, they're still real fresh in my mind. So that was just something that it was an experience and a time in my life that I'm just really thankful for as a kid. You will. <clears throat> something that, um, an experience I remember um, was my dad is um, a math teacher, and before he started teaching high school, he was a professor at a college. And in the summers, he would be a guest professor at different schools. So I remember <clears throat> because he was going, we went with him, and we like traveled with like by car. So we stopped at different sites um, on the way. And I remember one summer we were in Salt Lake City, Utah. And then one time we were in Trenton, New Jersey. So we drove from Georgia to these places. So these are like two, three day mm-hmm. trips. And like thinking about that now, like I, I know everything is so fast and so such instant gratification that, you know, if we had flown to these places, we would have never stopped and, mm-hmm. and seen like all the sites mm-hmm. in between. And then it always made for a good story. Like I just remember my essays at the time, like when you first came back to school was, how, what did you do this mm-hmm. summer? And I could say, I could list mad things and have pictures. And it was like, oh, I did all of this, you know, and I got outside of the state. So I just remember like doing that. And, and I've been thinking about it like, you know, 
once even if it's just me and Tatum or you know if a, if I start a family and get married like I do want to do some road trips um because I just I remember like me and my sister making a tent in the back seat of the car and like pretending like we were just just doing so many different things and then experiencing like even though it was still American but other cultures because we were southern people we went up north and then we went to Salt Lake City Utah you know that's just um a lot of colonizers so it was just different but I remember that um and I was able you know like being able to say oh I've been to like these states because I didn't fly past them like we actually drove and saw a site there or maybe ate at a restaurant there so that's something I want to do with my daughter cool Nice. Ma, you got a question? Yeah. So, um, what, let me see, what's a nice, no, what's a relationship that you doubted at the beginning and now you're thankful for? Um, hmm. You want to go first or you still thinking? Oh, no, because I, I was thinking about that question. Um, so, with one of these people in this podcast, when I first oh met her, she was a straight B.I. to me. She remembers sure it differently. But I remember her being <coughs> mean to me. And she wasn't... Like, I don't remember how it happened because I was pretty open to meeting people when we were at that summer <laughs> program. But whatever happened, she didn't like me. And so we went the whole summer and we didn't really talk to each other. And then I remember coming back to school and her and her roommate at the time was like, um, we want to talk to you in the office or in their in their dorm. And I was thinking like, oh, so now I'm about to have to fight two girls because I'm not going to back down when they say come meet me in the room. <laughs> but you know, we ended up talking and it, it was it was productive and from that me and her formed a really good relationship and it was kind of like we didn't even experience that negative moment and this person is you know, my best friend and she's the godmother to my child and you know. Okay, so. can I can I enter that? No, I, next. no we're no, not on the next question. Around. We're on. <laughs> 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 um, I just want to speak to that because I feel like, you know, there's definitely different sides to the story and I'm just going to tell the truth. Um, We were cool. I don't know what she's talking about. At the beginning when we first met, like, it was like, hey, she's like, oh, I'm from Georgia. I'm like, oh, you know, that's cool. I've never met anybody from Georgia. You know, she's cool. Um, At the time, we were supposed to be there for the whole summer, but I had went to the Bahamas. It was a trip that my mom had already planned for me um, for graduating, and it was in the middle of the program. So I was friends with a particular person um, before I left. Like, me and her were clicking. Like, me and Whitney were cool. Like, didn't hang out, but it was cordial. But me and this other person, we were cool. Like, you know how you kind of click off. And me and this one person were cool. So I went away on vacation. Like, I don't even think it was a week. It was, like, an extended weekend or whatever. And I come back to find out that I got beef. And I'm like, I've what? just gotten back. Like, what? So come to find out, my friend I had clicked off with, and Whitney liked the same guy. And they had, they what? had a beef. Whitney, is that Whitney saying what, or Maisha? That was, that was Whitney. Whitney. Whitney, do I need, don't make me say this person's name, because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Please okay, don't say you. his name, but you can text it to me, because I don't recall. Like, oh, you don't? Maisha, we, I'm gonna tell you later. You want, you want, girl. I'm be quiet. You want some candy, candy. You remember that, Maisha? Girl, shut up. <laughs> so anyway, they no, she they were talking or like the same person or whatever. So they must have had some beef. You know what I'm saying between the two. So when I came back, because naturally I was, you know, cool with that girl. She didn't like me, and she had clicked up with her little sister friend. Oh my god, I can't stand that wow. girl. That girl, she would say, she would say, wow. sister, friend, sister friend. That's how she talked every day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so they became, you know, they <laughs> is a week. And that girl Whitney, are you didn't like me. But you know what? I learned mm. a lesson from Aisha. You know, I can't impose my feelings on you. So if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Because I wasn't even going to say nothing about the fact that you're going to sit there and tag. Okay. Ooh. What you do this weekend? Are we sit like on a podcast, Whitney? Anyway, keep going. Aisha. <laughs> Okay, anyway, but I was going to say a relationship. Sorry, back to the relationship. I just wanted to clear my part. So then basically, that's why she didn't like me. I had no idea that I had beef. I was trying to make friends with everybody. And they didn't like me over, you know, that particular person. But anyway, that girl, first of all, your friend, like, your friend was moving funny while you was gone. And your friend was messing with someone else. So that's why I don't think we was talking about the well, same that's just person. The, I think maybe she that's told just the story you. That are, oh, that, you know what? It wasn't that person. She, I'm so sorry. It was exactly. the other person that became her boyfriend. But you're right. But, y'all, but you talked to him too. But the one I was talking about, you did like him. <laughs> wait. No, wait. What? Yes, no, did. I didn't. We were, t- we were flirting. Okay. Do you flirt with people you don't like? Maisha? Yeah, I do. No, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> but anyway, um, like, relationship. It was more so he liked me and I flirted back. Like, I just want to clear up the air. I never had a problem with this girl until I came back. She had beef with me. But like she said, I I, I didn't have so, beef with you, though. No, you we're took sides with your friend on here. because she didn't like me. Anyway, Man, I'm just sitting here listening. They, and you don't even talk to her no more, so she's a non-factor. Okay, it's fine. I just was trying to clear up my part. See how aggressive she is? This is why, you know, we had problems in the beginning. She's just too aggressive. Like, back down. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Whatever. thankful for our friendship now, yes, today. Um, as far as the relationship for me, that I'm thankful for, um, well, you know, my husband. <laughs> I had doubt, you know. <laughs> it's on my nerves to this day. Um, you know, I'm thankful I have two beautiful kids. Um, but when I met him, definitely didn't think that he would be my boyfriend, let alone my husband. Um, he was bad. Like, that's just no other way to put it. He was, he was a new kid in school, and he just, like, got caught fighting all the time. Like, he only lasted in our school a lot of time because he was expelled for fighting and I don't know he was just was like a roughneck um and I don't know how we well I know how we hooked up but I don't know like once I got to know him it was like really different like than anybody I'd ever talked to and just like different feeling and um like I said although we're you know he gets on my nerves to this day I'm thankful for him and our relationship and our beautiful kids. So, Maisha, what about you? Um, I have, this is a friend, not a relationship. Well, it is a relationship, but it's a friendship. Um, this young lady, she was, um, I met her, hmm, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago. Um, but, so she was like, um, met her through Buddy and one of his friends and her relationship as far as I knew was that she was like a really close friends with one of Buddy's ex-girlfriends which is like basically the only person that he that I knew he messed with at um, Norfolk State so the relationship was weird at first because I I would I'll just admit I was a little standoffish just like well I don't know what their relationship is now, I, I felt like it was awkward because even though she was kind of the person in the middle, like one of my girls, and then now I have to befriend this girl who um, my man and her man are, you know, forming a very great relationship. Um, so I think I was closed at first, and I think I probably told y'all about it, and mm-hmm. we had this trip coming up, and I was like, I don't even know if I want to go. I asked my sister, could she go with me? Because I'm like, we're going to find you a boo, and you're going to be the other couple, because I was like, I don't want to go out of 
town with these people just because I just feel like it's gonna be awkward. I'm gonna be forced to kind of like talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister, she ended up not coming. Um, and I think that's where our relationship kind of formed. We uh, we got a chance to like go away from the guys and kind of like talk it out. And I think she may have been sensing my hesitation as far as like opening up and she kind of like just let me know like hey you know this is my friend but I'm open to like you know getting to know you as well um which I thought was nice of her um and then our relationship has just grown and we if I need to come up there Candace isn't available um and she she's available like I can call her drop my kids off with her if I need you know hey like a just a rant to talk to somebody like she's a great person to like get some level-headed advice um so I'm, I'm grateful for her friendship um but yeah that's my okay so I have a question um what's one social media platform like a technical app like Netflix or Hulu or just in general, like technology piece in general that you're super thankful for that you have now that maybe you didn't have growing up? Well, I'm thankful for my cell phone um, because it encompasses all those things. I'm able to keep in communication with people, watch movies if I need to, uh, write quotes, do blogging. And I was thinking about it, like, I don't know why this is ingrained in my head, but when you, you know, talking about didn't have when I was growing up, like, the cell phone that I had when I was growing up was so basic. And the fact that I had to pay 10 cents a message, like, sticks out to me. Like, I'm like, I need to get all, everything I need to say into you, 20 cents or less. So, you better get it together and understand what I'm saying. Call me after 9 o'clock. And it was no internet or surfing or any of this other social media stuff. So I'm I'm just thankful for my cell phone because, I mean, I, I literally can do a lot from my cell phone, get a lot of business handled. And, you know, it's a part of my day. So I'm thankful for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of cell phone, which don't want Whitney. Um, I was going to say Facebook. Um mm-hmm. I'm able to I feel like I'm able to connect more with my family than I was when I was growing up because um on like we have little I wouldn't even say we don't have much family in Virginia. Um, maybe like a, a distant cousin like in the Chesapeake where you don't see her unless somebody's get married or somebody passed away type of situation. But um like, my mom's side is in Philly. My dad's side is in Milwaukee. Uh, so, growing up, I wasn't I wasn't afforded the opportunity to, like, hang out with my cousins. Like, all of my cousins, my mom's sisters, they all went to school together from elementary all the way up into high school. So, they all grew up together. Um, like, everybody lived in, like, a 10-minute walking distance of each other. Um, and then... On my dad's side, like, we lived there for a few years, um, and I I got to experience it a little there, but then we moved back because my dad re-enlisted into the military. Um, so, just going on Facebook and being, a- being able to see, like, their families growing, and I feel way, I feel like I'm connected with them more than I was back then, even though I would see them on a holiday where we'll go for Thanksgiving or for um summertime when summer vacation was out and my mom shit us off <laughs> like she gotta, gotta <laughs> think about it they used to get a, little, a lot of breaks and she don't even want to babysit <laughs> <laughs> but uh but I, love, I love facebook and then um when it first started it was just kind of like a college thing where you had to have like a college mm-hmm. uh email address and then you know just like local people oh you know connecting um but i'm thankful that they open it up to you know anybody yeah. and i mean you just make different connections with a lot of different people that you may have not thought about 
um, if they're not, like, if you don't see it, it's almost like out of sight, out of mind type of situation. Um, now, like, I can see people more often. Um, I just feel more connected with people. Even though it's not really, like, you're connected with people. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good one. I, that's actually, that was going to be mine um, for, like, pretty much the same reasons that you listed since most yeah. of my family. It, oh, you know, they don't live, in, you know, in Virginia or whatever. But um, since you had already, like, said thinking, and another thing that I'm thankful for um, <clears throat> in regards to technology is, like, like just the internet and Wi-Fi and stuff in general, like it has been so amazing to be able to like just do simple things like watch TV from my phone when I'm at work or like put on Netflix for my kids in the back seat. You know what I'm saying? When they're getting out of control or if we're sitting in DMV for too long and just having that convenience to be able to like pretty much access, access anything that I want, you know what I mean? Whether it's, you know, a video, a song, or whatever. So I think that's something that was, you know, super cool because I'm pretty sure y'all all remember the dial-up, the AOL mm-hmm. dial-up, and you had to be, like, at your computer. Like, right now, I'm sitting here talking to y'all, you know, with my laptop, and it's not even plugged up to anything. Like, I just, it, times are just so different. You know, like we had to be sitting in the office to be able to chat with my little friends on the, on um, AIM and stuff like that. And it's just just nice to have that, you know, the convenience of doing anything you want anywhere. And so. don't let somebody call. Oh, my God, girl, bye. <laughs> Connection lost. Right, yeah. So that's mine. Wit, got one? Okay, I had another one. So... What's a past romantic relationship lesson that you're thankful for? So not with your current partner, but a past one. Uh, Mine would be to just make sure you're open and honest with the person you're dating. Because I had the guy tell people I had attitude problems. <laughs> like, Who is this nigga? We, we gotta go see about him. <laughs> I screenshot y'all his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> about a troll. Hey nigga, watch your own attitude. He better not say nothing yeah. wrong to nobody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I would say ugh. Um, well, one thing that um, I know, um, like my mom has always said, and um, like my grandma is like maybe not necessarily like I mean, I may talk about my relationship, you know, some of the positive things, but don't but brag about like how good it is because all your friends will want them. Because I've had a couple of people that you know I was cool with mess with my ex, <laughs> and I feel like Girl, it's what? Oh, no. Or try to, anyway. I'm, you know, I mean, it's cool. It's not a big deal, but yeah. Um, and I think, you know, maybe, <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, a time where that was my first that, you know, you're bragging, like, oh my God. And yeah. <laughs> so I would probably say something like that. Hmm. Just kind of keep your business to, you, to yourself, whether it's good or bad. Everybody don't need to know because. You know, when it's bad, people are trying to find ways to uh, either spread your business or make it worse. And if it's good, they want it, they want what you have. So just, you know, be mindful of what you share, what you share with people and, you know, who you share it with. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, for me is I have learned not to fall for their potential and take them for Mm -hmm. face value Um, because my last relationship like you would have thought that (laughs) I'm just going to be real not even trying to be funny but it's funny thinking about it like you would have thought he was a college grad with a good job and he was this awesome dad and 
all these other things and falling for potential and thinking of what you what it could have been and what it should look like to find out that it's the complete opposite mm. like that that only sets you up for resentment and disappointment mm. so mm. i'm learned to take it for face value for the actions that they show because after I feel like after 90 days like the real is going to show like you can only put on a facade for so long yeah mm-hmm. to agree with that one girl nice oh you have one more or you want me to go oh question mm-hmm um, yeah, I have one. Um, what so a season in our life right now, like whatever you're going through, good or bad, what has it taught you? And I can start. Okay. Um, I and I, I got thirteen percent left on my phone. Get <laughs> my charger, but um, I would say just take time out for yourself and slow down. Um, I find myself, and I, I probably repeat this a lot, but um, with everything that I have going on and things that I have to do in my endless to-do list, um, I find myself getting frustrated when I don't, like, I guess when I'm not taking care of me, it shows, and mm-hmm. I get very frustrated, and, you know, have attitude, and um, ironically, my mom was over yesterday and she wanted to show me, um, she wanted to show me some, um, rings that she had bought off of this. She went to this dollar, one dollar extravaganza at this church where everything was a dollar and she ended up getting this bag of jewelry and some of the jewelry was real. Um, so she cleaned it off. She wanted to show me. She was so happy. Um, so I literally got all picked up, uh, Brooklyn stopped at my sister's house to pick up a package and then I came back home. So there already I was probably like putting a little bit too much on with having her say, yeah, come on over because I needed to cook dinner still. But she's trying to show me her rings, her new jewelry collection. I'm trying to prepare for dinner so I can have a flat belly by August next year. And um, TJ is talking to me about uh this clever app and can he use my computer and all of this is going on at the same time and Brooklyn is literally jumping from pillow to pillow on the couch um so she was like oh you need to um you need to take some time out and I was like how (laughs) I was literally almost like snap how girl like when who what when what like I don't know when when will I be able to and um I had to, like, bring myself back down. And, like, first of all, I remember who I was talking to because she was like, she was about to knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> but just take the, make sure I, I'm taking time out for myself to do things that I need so that I'm not snapping on these people, people that love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. I would say um, I had a talk with one of my friends Probably even about a month and a half ago. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, we were talking and, excuse me, all about pretty much the same thing, just being overwhelmed and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I was just a lot. I guess she noticed from, like, the conversation that I was like, yeah, you know, this one's doing this. And, you know, I want to do this, but this one's not doing this and da-da-da-da, whatever. And um, while we were talking, she was like, I just want to make sure that you remember something. I was like, what? And she was like, you know, um, stop, stop putting expectations on people because anytime you expect something from someone, they're always going to disappoint you. Mm. And I was like, whoa, like, yeah, you know what I mean? And, um, it really like it hit because you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like. <clears throat> whether it be an intimate thing, whether it be a coworker, you know, or a boss, a, a, you know, a friend, whoever, you kind of automatically put these expectations on these people based off of 
like the title and the position that they hold in your life. Um, and when they don't meet up to those expectations, whether it, you communicate it to them or not, it then disappoints you. And then it like ultimately affects your mood and your internal feelings. And I feel like, you know, um, that's been something that's been sticking in my head since she said it. And, um, you know, I'm in a, a, I'm in a place right now where I'm just, just in a funk, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the easiest way to explain it. And um, I feel like a lot of it is I need to, you know, definitely self-reflect. But that's just something um, to not, you know, go too far into detail of what's going on with me that has stuck with me since she said it. And, you know, it's true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that, you know, in your life you have people and they're supposed to, you know, ultimately you would think, like, you know, they're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day they're they're humans just like you and if they don't then you know what I'm saying you can't allow that to affect how you feel about yourself or you know go about your day and so that's just something that I'm going through right now you know and I I thought it was it was deep and I was like you know you're right yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. um I, I, right now um, I feel like in this, like in this current moment, in the last couple of weeks, I have, um, it's like I'm trying, I'm trying to find my voice. And it's funny for me to say that because I'm a very outspoken person. So like when it comes to people that are outside of the people who I really care about, like I can tell them to go shove it wherever like I don't have a problem defending or expressing myself standing up for myself anybody else that's what it is but when it comes to people who are close to me like my mom or my boyfriend or a family member or someone I'm expecting to as you said both both of y'all hit on it having an expectation for them to do to care about Mm -hmm. me a certain way or show that they care about me a certain certain way and then they disappoint me with an action, then I have an issue with expressing that to them because I, it's like I don't want to hurt their feelings. But I, I came to grips with it this week by force because I still wasn't ready to accept it. But that was killing me on the inside, like just trying to please everybody else and taking what they were doing. Not saying that I don't know if it was intentional, the things that you know, those people have done, but not voicing those things and internalizing them will cause you to explode. And so I'm just learning to find my voice in a, in a way that it's not on a thousand, but I'm not being mute about things that bother me because I I've tried to conform to please them because it may be something that bothers me, but you know, like, if it's something that bothers me, then every other thing that aggravates, like if it's a big problem that we don't address and we sweep under the rug, any other thing that they do that just aggravates me could could be that point where I blow up. And so I'm just learning to find my voice and respectfully and still lovingly express myself. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's where I am. Cool. Well, I think we're at a good point. I did want to ask one more question. Hopefully, it won't take too long to answer. But I was thinking about this. <clears throat> What's um, a song or an album that you're thankful um, that you're thankful for? Hold on. What, how am I trying to ask? What's a song or an album that like really hit, really got you through a touch that you're thankful for now? Whether, you know, it could be anything. Like, just thinking about a breakup, thinking about a lost you know a family member going through a tough time and gosh it could be a gospel song whatever but just curious if because i know a lot of people what was the question what was this a song or an album that got you through a tough time um and like you know that you're thankful for like like i was saying like it could be a breakup um a loss of a family member just going through a tough time and it was just an inspirational song that just really uplifted you whatever it was but I just know 
that many people, you know, they depend on um, music a lot to get them through things. And I'm just curious, what was y'all, if you have one? My Jekyllian Cars winning season. That's my anthem for the year. Nice. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. I have so many. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's true, too. Like, something that got... <laughs> a song that got me. I'm going to start with the worst. Not the worst, but <laughs> bad to try to end it on something positive. But I have two that I'm thinking about. But something that got me through a breakup was... <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan's Bust the Windows Out Your Car. Bust the Windows Out Your Car. Oh, my damn. Girl, I did do it. Let me go ahead and say that because I already got this rep as beating people. I ain't busting no windows, but still, just the fact of, like, playing it out and acting like I was and, you know, or getting the emotions out like that, that was good for me. I contemplated it, but, you know, I, I like mm. my money, so I ain't want to be paying no restitution or anything like that. But, um... Another song that um that like when I'm just really feeling drained emotionally, um I I don't even know the name of it, but I, it's like um it's like even though the, your winds blow, I want you to. I told the storm. That's the name. Yeah. Of but that song, like I will turn it on. I'll play it on repeat. Like when something is when I just feel like really down. I play that song and I just kind of feel like I'm able to tell my storm like this is I'm I have a God that's greater than this and I've been through situations and I can get through it and although in the moment you found me with my hoodie with my hoodie with my head down um you know I'm still able to look up and see that I can get through this I like it so yeah um, I have a bunch too. Um, <clears throat> but I was thinking about um, <laughs> I remember crying at the concert just recently. Um, thinking about it, but every time, I mean, well, I I remember like playing resentment on like fifty p, like yeah. you know what I yes. mean, like, and like singing my absolute. Girl, heart out, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, girl. I know she was attractive. Yeah. <laughs> she gets to that part. I know she was attractive. I was. I just mm. like. Mm. Jesus, like why? Um, and then the, do you change the words to we ever whatever time length it was? I've been riding with you for girl, girl. seven months. Like, why did I deserve? Why did I deserve? You could have told me you wasn't happy. Like. <laughs> um yeah yo Beyonce I mean when I say Girl. And I was literally at the concert over the summer like in tears like which singing like but like and it was crazy because every girl around me was doing the same thing like this girl in front of me was like be like crying girl why y'all dudes looking at y'all like yo like look why look why did I bring her girl. Every <laughs> single time that song comes, I mean, I yes, can't even be in a good place, I, but every time, but it's like I say it got me through because, like, you know, how sometimes, like, when you go through a hard time, like, you go to that point where you cry, like, for you know, for, but then you like get angry and you hold those emotions in because you like think you're about to be on some savagery mm. type shit, but really you just want to cry. Mm. But like, sometimes you just need to get it out. And I feel like I would listen to that song like literally no less than seven times back to back, and I would just be crying. But it would get once I finished it, you know, like getting it out, then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be okay. You know, and then I might turn on some Tupac or something else to just like get me completely out of it, like <laughs> that mood. But yeah, like that that was something. And then of course, like for um like inspiration, um I just love the call by Isabel Davis. Like I listened to that, oh, yes. like that is yes. just my song. Um, <clears throat> I've listened to that times on repeat, going to work, just like singing. Um, but yeah, I was just curious because I know like that's a it's a big part of my life. Like I love music. And so I know I depend on it heavily to get me through different situations. So I was just curious, but is a song that you guys wish, like, like it does out now, 
that you wish was out maybe like five or ten years ago? Oh, that's another one. Oh. I know LMI's uh, Shot Clock. Oh, my God. That's my song. I, I wish this was out like when I was about to move to Manassas. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you got 20? I'm trying to think hmm. of the words. You got 20. I can't sing it because I sound like <laughs> a damn man. Get it together. <laughs> Pour him out. Well, actually, I would. That was my song. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? What you got on? I can't. Let me think. Uh, what? What? Uh, what is that? Card now? I'm thinking of it. That Cardi B song. Oh, be careful mm-hmm. with me. Yes. I'm sorry. That thing be mm-hmm. touching me, honey. And as soon as you thought about, <laughs> she was like, I don't know. It's just Cardi B should have been here when I was going through. With these fools, okay. I don't have to say "fuck boy" by Trina. It's not out now, but it was out after. Oh <laughs> yeah, I did not introduce you to that song. I don't know, but oh, you could have gave my moment. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, bye. But you, yeah. well, um. Real quick, I guess I'm finished for Thanksgiving. Any, what's everybody doing? Really quick before we close out, what's everybody doing for Thanksgiving? How are you spending? I'm gonna be at Grandma Pat's house. I'm gonna cook some things for this house, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not doing like full turkey type situation. Just so we'll have some stuff right when you come back. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Wit? Oh, I get to go and be with my boyfriend. Boo's family. Yeah. My man. Oh, look at you. Now he remember the <laughs> other like couple episodes he was a situation. Now he done moved up to a um. man. <laughs> so I'm talking um. about put it down, boy. That's because you're my boyfriend. <laughs> Shout out to B Simone. I love when she say that. So you're gonna be you're gonna oh, be yeah. with him. We're gonna uh me and yeah, me and my baby gonna go. Well, He's gonna, my mom, that's too much. First of all, we're feeding the homeless in the morning. Shout out to Joyce because she didn't give me an itinerary. We're feeding the homeless in the morning. Then one o'clock, she's cooking. Well, we're eating at first her. First of all, house. I'm gonna need you not and to then, refer to her as Joyce because that is your mama. So let's show some respect. Thank you. Go ahead, continue. Okay, I, I don't ever want to hear you say <laughs> Go ahead, Sherry. Continue. I don't call her Sherry. That's my mom. My mother, the one who Thank birthed you. me, the one I look like. My mom. Yeah. Twinsies. Anyway, we're having dinner at her, I guess lunch or whatever, at her house at one. And then we're going to go to his parents. Because <laughs> I was like one o'clock, but she, she wants him to come over too. So we're going to do one o'clock at her house and then five o'clock at his family's house. So, yeah, that's what we'll be doing. Nice. Um, we are going to Maryland to my cousin Aaliyah's house. Um, hey, my my cousin Gabe and his girlfriend Shayna. Shout out to Shayna. Um, are coming down from New Jersey, and I'm excited because my cousin Reese will be there. My mom and dad are coming. Um, I of course who, who lives nice. there, so I'm really excited because they've came down a few times. But every time they come, it's literally like a quick visit for us because they normally stay in Maryland because, you know, Jersey's closer to Maryland. So they'll normally stay there and we come either meet them like at Maryland or have brunch. But it's always like a couple hours and then we go back and we don't get to see them. So I'm really excited because I decided to stay. We'll probably be drinking and, you know, engaging in adult activities. So I'm like, I don't feel like driving back, you know all the way to Virginia. So I'm excited to like actually, you know, of course be with them for Thanksgiving, but like spend some true quality time. And we've already like decided we're going to have game night and play Monopoly, which was one of my uncle's like favorite games. So I just, I'm really, really excited. I need to be around family. So I'm just really excited about it. That's nice. And like you, Maisha, I am going to cook for the house because yeah, you need food for after. Because I'm not mm-hmm. cooking for at least a couple days, so hopefully this will last us. But yeah. Is everybody off Friday? Yes. 
ma'am. Mm, yes, girl. Anybody Black Friday shopping? Well, I am looking I think so. for... Um, I don't think I'm going to go out, but there's a sale. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say because if somebody buys... If, like, it's so out by the time. There's something I'm looking for. I'm just going to say that because um, I ain't got time for people to be like, oh, I ain't know that. And I go look and it's sold out. But I'm looking for something um, and they said that it's going to be actually um, like on sale only. So um, that's going to be MJ's big Christmas gift. Um, OMG. Yeah, so hopefully that works out. And then, I mean, dependent, to be honest, if my cousins want to, then I'm going to. Like, you know, just to spend time with them. Yeah. But, like, I don't have anything that I'm, like, need, need, need to get. You know, that was that one thing is the big thing, but I'm, you know, I can only get it online. So, what about y'all? I heard somebody say no. No, I'm not going out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go, um, I'm looking for like certain things, but my sister's in town, so I'm just I know she she does it every time, and my mom, so I'm gonna join them in the rush this year just to hang out with them. Um, but I've been looking, I've been picking up stuff as I go. I learned that from Candice because instead of being stressed out at the last minute, just you know picking up as I go. So nice. Well, I wish you ladies both and everyone listening a very 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 happy. Oh, my God, I hate my voice. I'm going to be so mad when I hear this damn recording. Oh, it's going to blow my life. <laughs> uh, did you hear my hat? Come on, Carl. Like, it was so ill. Close us up, But out, I Carl. wish everybody a happy <laughs> Thanksgiving. Be safe. Um, enjoy. Hopefully, you know, everybody is just spending a holiday with someone that you love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pray for those who don't have anybody. Um, I will offer my house, but I won't be there. So, just... <laughs> <laughs> pray for you. I'm sorry. No, all jokes aside, what? I'm just kidding. But no, all, like seriously, I really hope everybody spends it with you know good company, good vibes, and just has a really good time. And you know, although yeah, we like the Black Friday shopping and stuff. Like this holiday is really just supposed to be about togetherness and like reflecting on family and you know things that you're thankful for. So just make sure that you know, you are taking that time, even if you have an itinerary to go out shopping, but, you know, Thanksgiving night or early Friday morning, like, just make sure that you do take the time to really, you know, spend some good quality time with your family and friends. Mm-hmm. So, thank And don't forget to treat yourself, people. Yes, 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 definitely. All the hard work that you do, and you're taking care of everybody and their mama. Yes. Self-care. <laughs> that sounds personal. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, that was not personal. Oh, it just sounded like shade. I'm sorry. I'm... I know, did after I said it because it was that long pause. Yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, I wasn't She's talking about anything particular. I was like, I'm sorry, taking care of me. But yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you so happy much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, Bye guys.